careers will always have trade-offs. One of the key career stallers or stoppers that were identified by research is over-dependence on a single advocate. Welcome back everyone to part two of this episode together with Sergei Gorbatov, where we talk about redefining careers. And make no mistake, when we're talking about careers and these snippets of audio that you've heard introducing this episode, we're not referring to the traditional career paths that we know are no longer as reliable or predictable as they used to be in the past. So you'll be hearing lots of new terminologies, at least new for me, called like side hustling, career slashing, and conquering evils and avoid going local. I thought that was pretty extraordinary. And you'll hear more about it um, throughout the conversation. A couple of words once again about Sergei Gorbatov. As many speakers of the WOW, he does wear multiple hats and he's already embracing and showing how not only it's possible to look into different side hustles, as he calls them, but it's most probably going to be even necessary in the future. So the hats he has, he's a professor at EA Business School Madrid, he's the Area HR Director LATAM for Abvi, and he is also a writer and podcaster. So fantastic insights. I really strongly recommend you to just enjoy, tune in, but also take notes. And actually, I start the conversation by asking Sergei, what are his thoughts about this whole concept of the great resignation that we've been hearing so much about and about career downsizing. So tune in and let's hear what he has to say. I'm not very comfortable with the title of great resignation. Uh, great resignation means the person leaves and does nothing else. No, I think the person leaves and starts a different job. Absolutely. I think that's what that article was saying. So it's saying, maybe the, right? the, the big shift in the label. Uh, let's call it the great shift. Or It's not necessarily resig uh, re resignations. Um, it, it, it's more, okay, I'm changing jobs or I'm uh, changing employer, seeking something different uh, mm. for my career. So people are realigning themselves to their own sense of purpose, to their values, to what they're seeking for in a career. And this year of COVID has made us all reflect on what's important for me. What is it that I really care about? And uh, it, uh, we have been conditioned to pursue certain career paths. And typically those career paths would be would be up. Okay, I start as an assistant, then I get to, to, to be an analyst, a specialist, then I'm a junior manager, senior manager, associate director, VP. Well, you know, all of it, all, all, all at once that has been appended. And uh, people saw that they could be uh, at the same time parents and colleagues and they could uh, start their own blog uh, there is a joke that if you haven't written a book uh, in in dur during covid you've done something wrong so uh, people all of a sudden saw that there was this uh, huge big life for them and uh, these are corporate co career ladders once appeared as the ultimate goal of their career, but uh, they said, no, there are other things that are important and they have an honest conversation with themselves and maybe with significant others about the trade-offs in their careers. And careers will always have trade-offs. Careers will always have sacrifices. 
and uh, the extent to which you're willing to make a sacrifice, okay, long hours at work versus time at home. I take an assignment now uh, versus I wait until my, uh, my, my children graduate. I, I've met a life of my life who cannot move versus I have this promotion opportunity to, uh, to, to, to VP. The trade-offs and sacrifices will be there. So this year has made us reflect once again on how far am I willing to go in making those sacrifices. And for many people, the answer was, I'm happy where I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, that led to these uh, trends in career downsizing and saying, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm fine here or I'll, I'll be okay at a lower level if I can rebalance that with a, a hobby. With, with, ex ex exactly, with something that makes me more fulfilled. And that's why I, I, I right, right now try to stand away from talking about it as career success and turning it more to career fulfillment. I see. Because mm -hmm. uh, if you're a zookeeper... Uh, think about it. Uh, okay. Your jo your job is dirty. Uh, chances of promotion uh, are slim. The pay is minimal, and still, so many people are passionate and happy about what they're. Is that a successful career? Not according to the Wall Street terms. Way. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Corporate uh, in in corporate terms, that would be you know your definition of a very unsuccessful career. Is that a fulfilled career? Yeah. I think that for many of those people, the answer will be yes. And my next question will be, what matters more? You know, it's and, funny. That, that, and that answer will be unique to each person. That's correct. It's funny. The other day, I, I went to see a friend uh, working at the bar. And uh, I, I started observing. I'm observing now worlds of work, many different professions that necessarily I wasn't necessarily focused on in, in the past. You gave me a good idea on the zookeeper. <laughs> I'm going to go visit the zoo for that one, too. <laughs> and... Her ability to manage the customer relationship, manage the order. She was alone, by the way. Um, the, the customer relationship, the order, the, the economic transaction. Uh, always keeping a smile on the face and managing the traffic of, you know, of customers coming in, etc. I was blown away by that. At a certain point, I said, let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me help you and she's like uh no i don't think so i'm like oh come on let me let me you know try and see this you know how and first of all it's really tough also because you know i really don't know much about how, how to manage bars and orders etc but um the satisfaction that it gave me believe it or not in terms of having that simple interaction with somebody else on the other side um and and picking their orders and seeing a smile on their face and and making them ha i kind of thought you know what some jobs are completely underpaid underrecognized and yet they give a lot of satisfaction as well to people and and even the customers themselves sometimes take it for granted because i've also seen a couple who did not behave very nicely you know as clients and customers so um Anyway, sorry about that parenthesis, but when you talk about Zuki, yeah, you're I absolutely thought, right. And uh, I if there's so uh, many if, professions if want, out there, yeah. right? If you want that type of interaction and you want that satisfaction as an add-on to uh, some, some something else, well, um, there is always an opportunity to do a couple of hours a day or a couple of hours a week somewhere else, and uh, that's what people are recognizing that there is not just one life, one job. 
Absolutely. One life and uh, there is a job and there might be a side job and something else. Uh, last year, there was this article in uh, Academy of Management Journal and it is the journal for social sciences. Uh, every, every researcher would, you know, the, the pinnacle of their career is to publish an AMJ. So they published an article around side hustles mm. and that is having an extra job in addition to your yeah. day job. And what they found is that people who had side hustles, they were also more productive in their daily job as recognized by their colleagues. So it wasn't like they went to Paula and say, hey, Paula, do, do you have a side hustle? Okay, do you feel more productive in your in your day job? And Paula says, oh, yes, I am. Uh, no, they went to the colleagues of those people and asked the colleagues to assess how they saw the performance of those uh, of, of their teammates who had something else on the side. And then they, they say, yes, because there was the spillover effect from mm -hmm. something that you are doing on the side. Yes. And uh, what was important is that the side job had to have a certain degree of complexity. So it's not like, okay, I'm a financial analyst by day and then I'm a Uber driver by night. Uh, I'm a financial analyst, and then, for example, I'm uh, a board member of a local school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's so interesting, right? And I mean, I do see a lot more of that happening too. These parallel, uh, you call them side hustles, or AMJ calls it uh, side hustles, but they're like these parallel um, professions, if you will, uh, and how one influences the other. And, and I'm a firm believer of that, as, as you well know. And I think also your example is a, is a good example of that. I mean, how you've been spilling over from, <laughs> you know, from academia to, to, to corporate, to, to writing, to podcasting. And the obvious question that I've also asked one, one of my previous guests, who, who's also very polyhedric, um, they're doing multiple professions at the same time. Um, is, you know, how do you manage that time and how do you manage those priorities? Oh, how with great manage? difficulty. Right. And uh, th there is also a term called career slashing. Okay. Uh, if, if, you, if, you Google, <laughs> if you Google career slash, it's uh, not having just one career, but one career slash another career and doing uh, several things at the same time. And sometimes people might feel like, oh, I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not or it, it, it doesn't feel right to have two jobs or several jobs or doing several things at the same time. But the, the truth of the fact is that you're more valuable to all of those organizations you are associated with because, first of all, it's unique. It signals to the market that you are capable of more. Mm -hmm. You are gaining skills, experiences, and knowledge that are unavailable otherwise. And as a result... Long term, you emerge as a stronger and more valuable professional and someone who is more fulfilled because you're finding outlets for your creative energy and uh, for pursuing different things at the same time. Now, it's not for everyone. It, uh, it, it, it requires intentionality and planning and making sure that you clearly separate church and state. Uh, but also, uh, you're, you're gaining a lot of that. Again, it's a trade-off. Mm -hmm. And it's a trade-off that uh, you need to discuss with yourself and, uh, and, and others, just because it's, uh, it's a time commitment and it's an energy commitment. So what are you 
sacrificing for that. Right. That's uh, that, that's the coaching question that um, people in career slashing uh, need to answer. And and how do you see companies reacting to that to career slashes? It depends. It mm. depends. Uh, smart bosses would understand that and would encourage just because there is a positive impact on performance. Not every boss would be happy with that. Uh, what you need to be very clear about is that the performance in your main job cannot take a hit. So mm-hmm. keep doing great work. And if you're doing great work, uh, you, you'll be supported. Don't keep your boss in the dark. So if you're doing something on the side, make sure that you align that with your boss and uh, that you will even get support. Yeah, because smart boss will find way on how to straddle both and how to leverage you uh, better. If there is something happening at, at the main work, like, I don't know, a conference, a congress, and you need to be there, well, you need to be there. So you need to make sure that the, the loyalties are, are, are right. Your side gig shouldn't be just doing more of what you're doing in your main job, because then you'll just burn out. It's uh, You're not getting pause or rest uh, from, uh, from that. And uh, also you need to find opportunities on how to enable that positive spillover. So proactively looking at uh, projects or ideas where you can cross-pollinate because otherwise you are not leveraging fully these different opportunities. Hey, that's fantastic tips. I hope people are taking notes. <laughs> both, <laughs> both employees or career slashers and their bosses uh, in terms, because there is a huge benefit, I agree, in terms of productivity, performance, and also creativity and inspiration because you may get inspiration from one area into another that otherwise you may not, uh, if you stay only focused on one career, Still keep focused on that. That's what I've always been saying. Innovation is recombination. Yeah. So it's just uh, putting different ideas together in a different order, and exactly, and voila, as simple as that. Et voila, on y est. (laughs) I'm also conscious of time, Uh, Sergey. If you still have another five minutes or so, Mm -hmm. um, to to kind of wrap up, like like you've been doing fantastically uh, up until now, in terms of being very. you know, insightful, mindful in terms of the tips and, and practical tips. And if you, if you were to give um, from your multiple hats, from your multiple hats, so uh, as an individual yourself who has these multiple um, professions, if you will, as an HR person and, and as an academic and researcher, what advice would you give um, to entrants into a job market or into the, this, these new worlds of work, but also to mid-career professionals who may find themselves a little bit at a very critical turning point of their lives and of their careers. And imagine up until now, they've been pursuing a paradigm of it's a vertical career, a company's going to take quote unquote care of me and my development. Um, I am a high potential and therefore I assume I'll continue to be a high potential. Mm-hmm. Little do I know that maybe I have derailed in the meantime. So how how what, what kind of practical tips would you give to entrants into this world of work in terms of how to manage their careers and to those who already have a little bit of experience under their belt, um, but maybe struggling at the moment in terms of saying, hmm, how do I manage the next step? Yeah. 
My advice to both would be very simple. Conquer evil and don't go local. <laughs> Say it again. Conquer evil. Don't go. <laughs> okay. That, maybe it's the sun that's coming into my eyes now and I'm getting a little bit. Okay. Let's uh, repeat. So one day. Well, <laughs> Everybody one... together now. Sing along. Conquer <laughs> evil. Don't go <laughs> I love it. What I want to say by that. <laughs> Conquer evil. You're not a God-given gift to any company. I but love that th sentence. Yeah. But there is still a lot of value that you can deliver. <laughs> mm -hmm. So identify opportunities where you can shine and I don't leave a job without a wow. wow. Uh, we're, we're in the wow podcast. So uh, make sure that you are doing a great job. And in order to do that, you need to develop intentionally. You need to be rewarding to work with and you need to work on your derailers and your weaknesses so that's what i mean by conquer evil don't go local don't get too attached to a profession a boss a company one of the key career stallers or stoppers that were identified by research is over dependence on a single advocate people who follow their boss and tandem throughout their careers, when something happens to that boss, are often found in a very challenging situation. Mm -hmm. If you stay too long in one industry, you get embedded and ingrained and uh, that sort of uh, cages you in. If you stay too long in one country, in one, in one profession, you know, you might be missing out on other opportunities. So that's why those side hustles are so important. They let you experiment. They let you um, try out new things. And uh, going local also means falling in love with your job. Well, you know, your job won't love you back. <laughs> sad right <laughs> you know when I used to work in companies I, I always I always thought I was loved and my job loved me back because I would receive so many emails of love and affection oh how did that work job. out for you <laughs> yeah let's say it wasn't reciprocal <laughs> <laughs> that that that's why uh fall in love with your career not your job yes that's a lovely one and if I may add an s to that you know, mm -hmm. fall in love with your careers and with your even potential and possible careers. Um, and as opposed to, you know, just staying stuck on one job. And I think also what I'm noticing is people still associate work with a job. And what I'm also hearing you say throughout this podcast is think broader, think wider, longer from a time perspective. Um, and, and, and think of these slashes, you know, uh, when, when it comes to pursuing um, multiple interests. And I think you may discover new things along the way during the process, by the way. Seek optionality in everything that you do. Seek optionality. It's very sad and it's, it, it hurts a lot when you don't have a choice. Yes. So don't get yourself into that situation. Always have options. Always create options for yourself and be aware of what's out there. You'll be surprised and amazed 
on how much there is that you're not even considering today. So uh, read, research, explore, talk to others, uh, seek advice so that you're opening up your mind to everything that's out there in the world of work. Oh, that's fantastic. That that wows me, definitely. <laughs> I, think that, that, I, I think that was the point. <laughs> we're, we're in the wow podcast. Uh, you are living the brand. You're not only living the brand. There you go. So, yeah, um, um, go um, conquer evil and don't go local. And don't go local. And the final one, I'm going to leave you with this one. What is wowing you at the moment? Um, what is it that's really giving you that extra kick inspiration and kind of like, wow? The, the resilience, uh, the resilience of people ha, 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 has been wowing me for the past 18 months. Uh, we've proven to ourselves, to everyone else, to the universe, that if we set our minds to something, if we are uh, in it together, if we are uh, deliberate and, 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 and true to, to ourselves, we can overcome anything. So, and, 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 and this has really wowed me. Nice. What a lovely way to finish <laughs> this, this episode. Thank you so much, Sergey. Give my, my regards to California. Hello. Uh, <laughs> and um, we'll stay connected. And by the way, anybody who wants to reach out to you, I'm assuming they can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Find me on Twitter or, or LinkedIn now. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks so much, Sergey, for participating. Really, really enjoyed it. Great to be here. Thank okay. you. Well, there you go. And here we are. This is the end of what an amazing episode together with Sergey. Fantastic conversation. Very playful and at the same time, very insightful and, and thought provoking, I would also dare say. So stay tuned to the World of Work podcast, to the WOW. This is so much more than just work, guys. We're not talking about jobs anymore. We are talking about designing opportunities, creating them, and making sure you do whatever is necessary for you to do to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And you do that with a smile on your face. That always helps. Until the next time, make sure you subscribe to the World of Work podcast. And as always, take care.